Now that's how you play. From now on, that's how you play. What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast of Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day, man. I went to the Ravens game yesterday, and that's the best I've seen Lamar Jackson do since 2019. All I ask is for a little consistency. And it had to happen on National Tight End Day. The offense was clicking on all phases, man. The defense was phenomenal. Everybody kept saying the defense is ain't that good, but now they played a decent quarterback. They did their thing today. I love what I saw from my defense, man. And I really got to give a special shout-out to the offense, the offense coordinator, Todd Munkin. He put Lamar Jackson in a scenario where he could be where he wants to be. Lamar Jackson took advantage of the defense. He ran when he was supposed to. He threw the ball effectively, better than I've seen him throw in a long time. Did he have some missed throws out there? Yeah, the one he was supposed to uh, connect with Odell on the sideline. He threw it too far out of bounds. There was some miscues, but he made big plays. And that's what I saw from the Ravens that I was so excited about, man. You know, being at the game, it was, you know, exciting to see Terrell Suggs going to the Hall of Fame, I mean, going to the Ring of Honor. You know, with Ray being there, Marsha Yonder being there, you know, Matt Stover, you know, Jonathan Ogden, Ozzy, Steve Bashotti, and so on for so on. It was a monumental moment, and it's crazy that the Ravens just beat Detroit Lions on my birthday, uh, I think it was a year or two ago, you know, with Justin Tucker kicking the longest field goal in NFL history. And lo and behold, Jamar, uh, Lamar Jackson put up four touchdowns, one rushing, three throwing. The receivers came to play today. Zay Flowers, of course, he was effective. He broke a record today. On the second receiver to do that, 50 yards of scrimmage. Um, it was nice. Mark Andrews tied the Ravens record for the most mul- multiple touchdowns in a game. Time with Todd Heap. So it was a lot going on, man. Um, the Ra- If the Ravens can play a semi of this, they could be one of the toughest teams in the league. And I know nobody's paying attention because we're the Baltimore Ravens. And I like that feeling. I love the feeling when the Ravens are undervalued, just like how the Lions were. And people talking about, oh, the Lions, I knew they was bums. This is the same team that beat the Kansas City Chiefs. So that means the Kansas City Chiefs bums? (laughs) Oh, okay. Because everybody has in their feelings when they say a team that beats a team, they're no good. So that's like, for example... The Giants are trash, and they beat the Washington Commanders. So, did I make the Washington Commanders trash? Oh, okay. You know, when you connect that philosophy with that philosophy, it's crazy. And, you know, I love being under the radar because when you beat teams, teams have so many excuses of why they lost to you. They don't understand that you just whooped their ass. And that's what the, the Ravens did to the Lions. Now, can we capitalize on it? That's what we need to do. We need to capitalize on it. Because there's supposed to be some guys that's coming in here that we play. We play Tua. We play Trevor Lawrence. We play uh, Brock Purdy. These are good quarterbacks. Two of them are elite. One of them is a guy in the good system. And I say two of them elite because I've seen them work with less. 
I've seen them step out of the shadow of the system and go do some things that necessarily they're not really supposed to, but that's what makes them great. Talking about two in Trevor Lawrence. Now, it's going to be a real testament for my secondary when we play against the Chargers, when we play against the Dolphins and the 49ers, because I'm pretty sure the 49ers, has, we in the 49ers have some unfinished business. Because the last time we played the 49ers, was in 2019, Lamar Jackson made them look foolish out there. And it just go like, I just, like, and people want to say, well, would you give Lamar a great now? I got to give Lamar an A because he put up four touchdowns, three throwing, and the way he was just cutting up that defense. He didn't get sacked all day. He didn't fumble the football. I'm going to take that back. He did. <laughs> On the exchange, he did fumble the football. But other than that, he didn't get sacked. He didn't throw in the session. He didn't put the ball in Holmes where it suffered a fumble. He played good. Now, can he play to that caliber? The man threw for, what, 200 yards in the first half? He threw about 200 yards in the first half. That's how I knew it was going to be a good game. Because he was clicking on all phases, and the Ravens kept scoring. They didn't settle for field goals. They kept scoring, and that's what I like. Justin Tucker didn't come out to, like, the what, third quarter? That's crazy. We didn't punt the football till the third quarter. And we did slow down a little bit, but at the same time, we were so overwhelmed in the first half. And I love that we scored in the second, in the second half. We scored 10 points in the second half. I'm not mad at that. We held them a shout out basically for the first two well, for the first quarter. It basically was we put up what twenty one what twenty one points? No, we put up fourteen points in the first quarter. Yeah, and finished the game off with what thirty eight points to six. Yeah, we blew them out. People told me it wasn't a shout out. It was a blowout. Pass up the sticks, and. And I and I saw with this win, I think the Ravens should really go back and watch film on how they beat them. They were talking about Aiden Hutchinson was held the whole time, bro. They hold all the time. Both sides of the football was holding. But the fact that we kept Amon St. Brown at a helm, yeah, that that showed me that showed me that my defense coordinator is mixing up a lot of different things. And give a shout out to Geno Smith, man. Geno Smith has came alive. This young man has four interceptions on the season. I'm pretty sure the Ravens have the most sacks this year. We haven't had this many sacks in a long time. And and I got to I got to call his name out. Adafi always showed up today. Finally, after 3 3 years in hibernation, he showed up for one game. Let, let's let's build a consistency. Let's build something consistency. Kyle Van Noy, another sack. Justin Medebike. What can I say, man? Five sacks on the season? 5.5 sacks on the season? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a party. It's a party in my city. And and we just getting started. And I think the Ravens can really capitalize on this win. I think we're heading into the bye. If I'm not mistaken, because we what this is, yeah, we're heading into the bye. I think the Ravens should really just consider to just rest, 
but not too much rest. I think I think the Ravens should really watch film and really get the feel of our opponents because we always do good after bye week. This is when we start heating up for the postseason. Um, this was a big win because nobody thought we was going to beat the Lions. And I'm not mad at that because, for one, the Lions are a good team. I don't care what nobody say. The Lions are a good team because if the Lions would have beat the Ravens, everybody would have really evaluated Jared Goff on the highest standard. He lost to a good team. He beat a good team and he lost to a good team. So for all those haters out there that talk about the Lions aren't good, what happens when the Lions make the playoffs? Because right now they're leading their division and it's not even close. So if the Lions make the playoffs and they like, a, I'm pretty sure they if the playoffs are starting now, they are what, a top five seed. But they trash. So if the Lions continue to win and they make it to the playoffs, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody about the Lions aren't good. Lions make a deep playoff run. Hell, if the Lions go to the NFC, NFC championship, can't say they're not a good team. You, you're only as good as the, the team that's in front of you. I don't understand that. I don't understand how we devaluing a team that turned their whole franchise around and they started to win games. And now people's, people's are really noticing that. But it's all about the Ravens today, man. I'm proud of Terrell Suggs, man. He had a wonderful career, man. Um, he's, what, seventh or ninth in sacks all time? Yeah, give that man a gold jacket, and it's not even close. Give him a gold jacket. From Defensive Rookie of the Year to Defensive Player of the Year to two-time Super Bowl champion. What? Bro, give that man a gold jacket. And this goes to show you, this is how the Ravens need to play every game. We clicked on all three phases of the game. We only had to punt one time. One time. Justin, Justin Tucker only had to come out there to kick a field goal one time. That's how effective my offense was. Yeah, we was caught for some holding. I'm not really really tripping out there because it was, you know, Aiden Hutchinson. Dude is a monster. Shout out to him, man. But the fact that my offensive line has been this crappy this whole entire season and the fact that they did not allow my quarterback to get sacked and he did not allow himself to get caught up in the backfield, he took full advantage of his God-given ability. That touchdown he threw to Nelson Aguilar was nothing but magic. That was Lamar Jackson at his best. That was Lamar Jackson at his best. The pass that he threw to Gus Edwards, it was a little risky. But hey, man, I read the rewards. He was gone. If that was anybody else, that would have been a touchdown. If that was Zay Flowers, he caught that, that would have probably been a touchdown. Zay Flowers doing his thing. Odell Beckham Jr. doing his thing. Rashad Bateman showed up finally. It's like everybody that hasn't shown up for the last couple of years has shown up. Rashad Bateman, Dafe Owe, even a little bit of Ronnie Stanley, he showed up a little bit. He showed up. The Ravens can be a dominant team. We can be that 2012 team if they build a consistent basis. Now, we got to play against... We're probably not going to have another game like this, whereas though we're dominant, we dominated the team. But I wouldn't mind if I, if it happened again, I would love it. 
if it happened against a good team like the Dolphins or the Chargers or Jacksonville, I would not be mad because you know what the narrative would be? You know, Kansas City is top tier. The uh the the Bills, the Dolphins, but the Ravens are coming and we need to pay attention. That's the narrative I want to hear. I want to hear the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. Nah, we already had that. We was 14-2. We had like like three weeks off and everybody was at the club. Nah. Nah. I'm glad my coach made sure that the Ravens was over there in Europe. That was a chess move right there. Over there in Europe for a long period of time. Don't waste no time. Don't play no games. And that's what I saw from the Ravens today. They didn't play no games. I mean, if you don't hear my voice, I was excited. I was mind-boggling because my offense was clicking on all phases. It's been a long time. It's been since 2019 since I've seen the Ravens click on all three phases of the game. This this one game, we clicked on all three phases. Are there some plays I wish the Ravens could have made? Hell yeah, the Ravens should have had two interceptions. Marlon Harvey played decent today. The fact that they held Amon St. Brown under 100 yards is a blessing. It's a blessing because he is the truth. He's the truth. And we've had games where top-tier receivers are held under 100 yards. Now we got to play Joe Burrow again. Now we got to play the Browns again. If we can put together a dominant performance like we did last time we played the Browns, like the last time we did the um, Bengals, then we got something going here. We got something going here. Then it can be that recurring thing like, yo, the Ravens beat this team. Can they do it again? The Ravens beat the Lions. Can we beat the next team we play against? Like, the Ravens need to start punishing these teams. Punish them. Like, don't beat them. Punish them. Punish them. Those teams that we can't take no team lightly. We took the Steelers lightly, and we took the Colts lightly. From now on, we can't take no team lightly. We got to punish them. We got to make them feel pain. We got to punish them. We punished the Lions. We took the Lions, and we took the Clippers, and we shaved the mane off the Lion. Now, now they are bitches. Yeah, I said it. That's how the Ravens felt that day. We conquered the Lions. Now it's on to the next team. You got to have that confidence in you. You got to have that dog in you. You got to have that dog in you, man. I saw a dog out there today. His name was Terrell Suggs. I need to see more dogs. I want to see more. I want my quarterback to be consistent. He may not have an A-plus performance every week, but he needs to be in the B to C range. Nothing lower than that. If he can put up a performance like that, a B to C range, that's it. Everything could take it itself. You got one of the top tier defenses, top three defenses in the league. Without a number one, without a top five corner. That says a lot about your team. That means you got a team, team right there, team defense right there. You might have, for the very first time in a long time, two linebackers to go to the Pro Bowl from the same team. You might have a guy 
I think this is his second year, in his second year, to go to the Pro Bowl. Because Geno Stone is making a case of he should go to the Pro Bowl this year. The Ravens is looking like they got a team to be feared. I love what I saw from my team. The Ravens came to play, and that's how they should play every game. It may not be Lamar Jackson throw for four touchdowns. It might be Lamar Jackson throw for two touchdowns and twenty what two hundred and twenty five yards. That's fine. Long as my quarterback don't turn the ball over, we good. He good with me. We good. And like I said before, I still want y'all to leave. I still want y'all to go. I don't like y'all. But I respect that he put up a, a one hell of a performance yesterday. I don't got to like him. But since he's on my team, I will respect him. And I will call him out on his BS. So for all you Ravens fans that's Gary hit my hit me up talking about, yeah, Lamar, now what? Okay, can he do it again? I want him to keep doing that. I don't want him to do it this game, the next game, he just become a shamble. Because then it goes back to what I say all the time. Trade him. Trade the ninja. Trade him. Trade him, please. Trade him. All I got to say, and I'm going to finish out with this, is, hey, man, the Ravens look good. They look good. How about them Ravens?